Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Play by Play. It's the Jamie Yarrow podcast. It's the podcast that you rely on for your daily dose of everything from business to wellness to parenting to sports. You get it all here. We don't just talk about it. We give you the play by play. We call that the the nuggets or the playbook or the how to. And today we're going to be talking about taking that first big step toward doing what you love, what you're passionate about, what you've always wanted to do. Be sure to check out all of our full episodes and our two-minute drills. And if you love what you hear, there's nothing that we would like more than if you subscribed and shared our podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, which, by the way, you can load that Spotify channel on your Roku or other television streaming device, and you can see our podcast. You can't actually see us because we're not videoing it, but you can hear our podcast coming over your TV. Pretty cool. You can also find us on Stitcher or TuneIn. Uh, you can find us on Podbean, of course, because that's where we host our podcast. They have an app that you can download. It's got some other cool features to go with it. So we're thankful that you're listening to us. And uh, the, the the most wonderful thing that you could do for us is to share and subscribe to our podcast. You ready for today's play-by-play? All right, let's go. I am Jammin' Jamie, and kickoff is counting down. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you may be listening today. We are so thankful that you uh, have added us to your podcast playlist. We know that there's a million other podcasts that you could listen to, and we're thankful that we are in your playlist. We are live from the Clawfus. It is episode number 37, the Clawfus, a.k.a. the Closet Office, if you've never listened to us before, because our studio is actually in a closet. Let's talk about this today. I would imagine that there is not a single person listening, none of us out there, that have not at some point or another dreamed of doing something or had an idea to invent something or make something better or, uh, you know, told our friend or our spouse or our kids, you know, I've always wanted to do X, Y, Z. And a lot of times that thing that we want to do, that we think about, that that we, we always dream about doing, it never comes to fruition. Well, I heard a quote today that it really rocked my world. I love this quote. It, it just immediately propelled itself into the top my top 10 favorite quotes. Uh, it, it goes like this, failure will always feel better than regret. Failure will always feel better than regret. Now, nobody likes failure, and we know how that feels. We've all failed at something in the past, but that is always going to feel better than regret. There's nothing that feels worse than regret. You always wanted to do something. You How many times has this happened? Like you think, I got this great idea, and you don't act on it. And then sometime down the road, you see someone has done it. Like somebody's invented it. Somebody's launched it. Somebody's, you're like, oh, that was my idea. I should have done it. Yeah, you should have. I, I, that's happened to me a million times. I'm cursed with this uh, this um, idea of just always wanting to invent or to improve things. I look at everything and think, how can I make that thing better? But don't we all have ideas of inventions or ways to fix things or ways to improve things or just something that you're passionate about? Maybe even back to your teen years or as a child, you this is something you've always wanted to do. But life just has a way of going a certain direction, doesn't it? It has a way of just getting in the way sometimes of our dreams and our aspirations. And then we end up maybe just never pursuing that thing that we're just so passionate about. 
We, we've always loved XYZ or you wanted to always do this thing, and, and but it just never comes to fruition. But it's still there. There's that thing that's just down inside you where you just still, if you could, if life hadn't gone in a certain direction, you would still want to do this one thing. Or you'd still want to have this one thing as a hobby. This doesn't have to be something that becomes your career. It becomes what you do for your livelihood. It might just be that, you know, it's a hobby that you've always wanted to take up, but you just never took that first step. Well, today I want to talk about taking that first step. You know, every awesome thing in history was started by someone that took the first step. They were bold. They 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 put down the naysayers. They put down the fears. They they put down the the fear of failure, and they were more afraid of regret. And they moved forward. People are going to tell you that it won't work. People are going to say that you can't do it. People are going to say that you're you're dumb for even trying. The haters are going to come out of the woodwork when you want to start something new, especially when it's a new venture. If it's a new hobby, maybe not. Maybe your family might think you're crazy, right? Maybe you want to go learn how to rock climb and your family's like, oh, you can't rock climb. That's never going to happen. But if it's a new venture, look, haters are going to come out of the woodwork. Your family, your friends, people that have never succeeded in starting anything in their life will all of a sudden become the experts in why you shouldn't do it. There's going to be a lot of excuses that we make of why we don't start something. We have our own bag of excuses. I don't have time and I don't have money and I don't know how and I've been told that it wouldn't work and I've seen other people try it and it didn't work for them. You know how many times that I've been told that? I was told that about this podcast, that it would never work, that I didn't know how, that I didn't have anything to talk about. I was told that about that. I asked for some honest feedback from people in the start, and I had some good feedback, and I had some negative feedback, but this is something that I've always wanted to do, and I felt like I had something to share, and so I took the plunge, and I want to tell you that so far, now this thing may flop tomorrow, but so far, let me let me tell you some stats. We've had over 1,300 downloads of our podcast so far. Now, if you're just joining us, if this is the first time you've ever listen to our podcast. I know there's other podcasts out there that have hundreds of thousands of downloads and some that even have millions of downloads. I was listening to one last night or this morning. I can't remember when it was. And it they were up to 34 million downloads. Now they've been operating for 15 years. They were podcasting before podcasting even really was. But we've had over 1,300 downloads already. We've got people listening from of course, the United States, but we also have people listening from Germany and from, what? what is that? There's France and Australia. We've got people listening from all over the place. That's just enough to register on the map. And then there's other places that, that, that the geometrics just doesn't have enough information yet. If you're just listening for the first time, some of the more popular episodes that have been downloaded, the, the top 10 or the top few episodes, I'll give you the top handful episode number 28 about best home office home office best practices episode number 29 about ways to keep your tank full episode number 30 about being customer service focused episode number 22 about successful meetings episode number 23 preparing for your best 26 being exceptional in every area of your life 34 Fridays hitting the door running and so on what I'm trying to say is, that people said that this podcast was never going to work. And so far, it seems to be doing okay. 
But if I had listened to the naysayers on the front end, we wouldn't be on episode number 37 today. Let me tell you another one. Two Sons Woodworking. So, spoiler alert, if you don't already know, Two Sons Woodworking is us. I talk about Two Sons Woodworking on uh, on the podcast some, but that's also something that we're involved in. Two Sons Woodworking was started over five years ago. It was inspired by a guy named Cody Cothran who got involved in woodworking. He started making bed swings or these swings that you hang from the ceiling, and he's created an incredible business out of that. And about a year or two after Cody got started in that, I was very intrigued by it for a number of reasons. I went and spent a day with Cody, and I'll talk about spending time with the people that may be able to help you get started a little later in the podcast. But Cody, has he's got a very successful business going. You can look him up on Facebook or Instagram. It's called CC Bedswings, the letter C, CC Bedswings. And they're doing a fantastic job. And I can promise you that if Cody would have listened to some of the people that probably uh, told him, hey, that's never going to work, or uh, why are you wasting your time with that? And he never went down this road. Here is a a successful business that he's got going on that would have never started. But Two Sons Woodworking was started for a little different reason. I have a college degree. I've got a bachelor's in criminal justice, and I have an MBA Uh, with a specialization in entrepreneurship and family business. But I've always felt like degrees are overrated. Now, there's certain, you know, uh, career fields that you've got to have a degree to be in, right? Uh, If you're a doctor, you got to have a degree. If you're a dentist, if you're a lawyer, if if you're a teacher, if you're a pharmacist, there are career fields where you have to have a degree, and, and rightfully so, because there's specific training that you have to get in order to be successful in that career field. But I always thought that I I wanted my kids to be able to fall back on something, particularly my boys, because I wanted them to be able to support their families no matter what happened in their life. And I wanted to teach them to be able to work with their hands. I wanted to teach them to be able to read a tape measure and to swing a hammer and to work a saw. And so we launched Two Sons Woodworking. And for the last five years, every project that we've worked on through Two Sons Woodworking, which has been hundreds and hundreds of projects, every single one of them, my two boys have had some portion of involvement in the project. I always said if they couldn't help on the project, that we wouldn't do it. And so during periods of real busy times in their lives, when maybe sports were real ramped up or we, we had a lot going on, we just wouldn't take any orders at that time. And so now, though, let's fast forward five years ahead they both know their way around the wood shop. They can read a tape measure. They can swing a hammer. They can work all the power tools that are found in the wood shop. They can build projects from start to finish without even me being involved. One of my sons built a 10-foot farm table and benches to go with it, and I didn't have anything to do with it until it was almost done, and I helped him finish it with stain and polyurethane. He did it all on his own. And, and that was the whole purpose of Two Sons Woodworking. And you can go check it out on Facebook and see a lot of the projects that we've built. A lot of those projects made it to Facebook, whether they were pictures of the project while it was still in the shop or something that we got sent back from a customer. But the crazy thing about Two Sons Woodworking is that none of us really knew a whole lot about woodworking before we started. And it's just something that we we wanted to do We had a passion to do it. There was purpose behind it, and we launched off into it, and it's been very successful. 
I posted a song this morning on my Facebook page. It's called Symphony. Uh, one of the lyrics in that song says to drown out the voices around me. And as you're thinking about doing something that is new and and amazing and it's your passion, it's something you've always wanted to do, you're going to have to drown out the voices that are around you. Sometimes those voices are going to come from the people that are closest to you. Sometimes those comments are going to come from the people who are close to you. And they mean well, but they don't have the same passion that you do. They don't have that fire in their belly, that that long-time desire that you have always had to do this thing that you want to do. Now, good counsel is important. Don't get me wrong. And there's going to be people that that you should listen to. But the vast majority of people that are going to give you their opinion, probably, like I said earlier, they have never succeeded at starting something new like this a day in their life but they have all kinds of opinions. You want to block those people out. Those are not the people you want to listen to. Ken Coleman wrote a book called The Proximity Principle, and this is a a brilliant way to, to get around the people that are in the space that you want to get into. And this is what I did with Cody Cothran from CC Bed Swings over five years ago. I called him up and I said, hey, can I come see you? Can I come spend a day with you and, and just watch what you're doing? I went up to his house in Birmingham, and I just watched him kind of work. He was building some projects, and I I, I picked his brain, and I watched him work, and uh, he just let me kind of stand back and watch, and he and he and he shared information with me, and he was very forthcoming, and he he had no reservations about sharing uh, what he was doing, and I greatly appreciated that because it was confirmation. I was wanting to do something like this, and I needed clarity, and he gave me clarity. And it was the same thing that happens with the proximity principle. Ken Coleman encourages you to go spend time with the people who are in the space that you want to be be in. Maybe you want to start a gym, a fitness center. Well, Well, this proximity principle would encourage you to go spend time around people that own a gym, that own a fitness center. Go pick their brain. Go to lunch with them. Go buy them a cup of coffee. Go work part-time in one of these places to learn what it's like. Spend time around the people who are doing things similar to what you want to do. It'll help give you clarity. It'll help give you some understanding of what you're in for. If you can pick the brains of people that own businesses similar to what you're wanting to get involved in, if it's a business venture you want to do, then you'll you'll be a, a step ahead. And most of these people want to help. I mean, most of these people will be you know forthcoming with information. Most people generally want to help out other people. Um, if you go to them with the right you know, attitude and, and, and they don't feel you as a threat to their business, they're probably going to be interested in helping you out. Uh, it might cost you a lunch. It might cost you a cup of coffee, and that's okay. So spend time around the people who you want to get in that space. It's called The Proximity Principle. It's a book written by Ken Coleman. I would encourage you to. It's available in print. It's available for audiobook. Um, go check it out. KenColeman.com is his website. He also has a podcast. You hear me talk about him from time to time. He's all about finding your passion, doing that thing that you love, and he's got a great approach to to being able to do that. And the proximity principle is just one of the things that's in his game plan. So are you ready to chase down that dream that you've always wanted? Just do it. I mean, what's stopping you? First, you're going to commit to doing that thing. You're going to commit to it. 
and then you're going to set aside some time to get it done. We need a little bit of time that you're going to commit to doing this thing you're passionate about. Take the first step. That'll be forward movement. You're not sure what that first step needs to be. You have uh, spent time around the people in that space. You still don't know. You're just not sure you're stuck there. Give me a call. Shoot me an email. Hit me up on uh, social media. I'll help you get over that first hurdle. It's just the first step. That'll be forward movement. That's going to get you going. And then it's one baby step in front of the next. You're going to set small goals and you're going to accomplish them. Small goal, accomplish it. Small goal, accomplish it. Multiple small goals at one time, working all together at one time, and then you're going to accomplish it. Then you're going to move to the next thing and then the next thing. And before you know it, you're doing that thing that you love, that you're passionate about, that you've always wanted to do, that you were gifted at doing, you're doing it now. What's the worst thing that can happen? You fail? Okay. Remember the quote that we started with today? Failure always feels better than regret. So put the first step in motion. Let's get this thing going. Do that thing that you're passionate about doing. There's nothing stopping you. You want a one-on-one session with me to help answer some questions? Reach out to me. I'll chat with you. No charge. Hey, I just want to help you get the ball rolling. I'm a huge fan of entrepreneurship, and I mean big time. If you know me... There are very few things that get me more excited than seeing people set out with a goal to start a business or to chase their passion or to do that thing that they love, and they bust their butts to make it happen. And then to see them successful, I absolutely love that. And listen, can I tell you today, that can be you. You just got to get started. Well, that's all the time I got for you today. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. You got questions or comments for me, like I said, reach out to me. I'm more than happy to help. My contact information is in the main description of our podcast. As always, thanks for listening to Play by Play, and I hope that something that was said today helps you to become a better version of yourself. This is Jam and Jamie, and I hope you have an amazing day.